0: Welcome to the Create Clarity with Charity podcast, where hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown shares her bold and daring business tips that will transform your business into the best that it can be. Here's your host, Charity Brown.
1: Um, Hi, Philip. Welcome to Create Clarity with Charity. I am so happy that you are here. I know you have been working many years as an entrepreneur and have owned several businesses and have a desire and a drive to help people achieve more, do more, and dream bigger. So welcome. How are you today?
0: I'm doing great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the the time with you today.
1: Awesome. I know that you are in the business of um, text automation and have acquired and established many businesses. But um, let's talk just very briefly. I know this is actually more for um, a platform for us to talk about business innovation and goals and you know these amazing tips and tricks that it takes to be a CEO like yourself. Um, so. Just, just a moment on drip. Can you? Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yep. So we're a uh, business texting platform specifically designed for health insurance agents, real estate agents, mortgage and solar sales. Um, we are incredibly easy to use. Great price. Uh, customer service when you need it. We have an iPhone, Android app, as well as web based. Um, the The benefit to TextDrip is that it will do the follow up for you on your behalf. Uh, we also have the best deliverability in the industry. If you want to try it out, it's only 50 cents uh, for your first week. Sign up by going to techstrip.co and register today.
1: Awesome. Yes. And we all know as business owners how important follow-up and engagement is with our customers and clients. Like, um, you know, if we we drop the ball on that follow-up, we probably won't hear or see that client again. So, Texting is the number one way these days and automation is bliss because it keeps it simple.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And I can't tell you how many salespeople I talk to and business owners that they just, you got so much stuff going on and they forget, you know, like they had somebody they were supposed to follow up with and it just slipped the mind. And so, you know, we live in a, a, an age where you can automate a lot of that business and just take it off your plate so that you can focus on other things. and. Um, this is one of those, those tools that allows you to do it.
1: Awesome. I love that. And so this is um, maybe your third or fourth um, large corporation. Um, I think we, we had chatted before and you talked about some acquisition sales and then building up um, other businesses and then selling them. And so you're kind of in the acquisition stage and building along with um, – inspiring and innovating. So can you tell me more about that and your story here?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So uh, I was in the corporate world for a while. Um, And so I found that I was traveling. I was living out of a hotel. I was uh, FaceTiming with my kids when they were growing up. And I said, you know, there's gotta be a better life than this. I I wanna see my kids grow up. I wanna be there with them. So I created, uh, originally I was doing uh, flipping houses. I had some rental properties, and then I started a restaurant delivery company. So I had a few different businesses going on. Uh, The restaurant delivery company, I ended up franchising, grew to six states. And it grew pretty rapidly. And then what I found was once again, I was living out of a hotel, Facetiming with my kids all the way back to where I started in the corporate world. So I had an opportunity to sell that company and I, I did, I sold it. And um, the, the companies that I focus now on are in the tech space. And so the benefit to it, is that i have the ability to work from home i don't have to physically be anywhere from it i can spend time with my family i recently a few months ago had a text message from a uh, somebody that i i knew from the business world and somebody whose life that i impacted greatly it had such an impact on me that it really changed my perspective on life and i went from wanting to be just this hermit just spend time with my family just focused on that to wanting to help other people uh, achieve their dreams and inspire people and all of the things that i missed from the corporate world and my previous company you know success is great and it's great to have a company and build it and and uh, into a, a something larger than life. But it's also great to hear about people breaking addiction, buying their first house because of an opportunity that you helped them with, establishing a business, things like that. And so uh, when we had talked and I had an opportunity to be on your podcast and, and and talk to people about my journey and some of the things that I've encountered along the way, I, I jumped at the opportunity uh, because I really wanna help people Uh, along their journey, similar to what you do with your, your business coaching.
1: Awesome. Yes. I found you very inspirational and I, I really love the genuine heart centered connection. Like, you know, uh, the corporate world can kind of remove that um, at some point and make it feel like we're not as connected to one another and our impact on them. And we, when we find out that we've literally transformed someone's life or positively impacted them and made an an difference in their life. It feels so much more gratifying than a good financial statement or a brand new location. Right?
0: Absolutely. And I would say two things to that. If you're ever in a situation where somebody has impacted your life, even if it's years prior, let them know, reach back out to them. You do not understand how much it will, it's great to hear. They could be the highest CEO in the company, but if you just let them know, hey, I just want you to know this conversation you had with me back four years ago, it changed my life. It put me on the right path. Yeah. We all need that little bit of inspiration and it's really cool to hear. You know, So first and foremost, if that's affected you, reach out to that person and let them know. And then yeah. secondly, exactly to what you said, you know, we've got a short life, and the people around us that we can impact and make a difference to, that's that's what it's all about, really, at the end of the day. Being able to, to go home and know that you affected and inspired somebody's life, I mean, that's fantastic.
1: Yes, yeah, so I know you feel my calling here, coming from corporate gauntlet, accounting, like in-the-box type of person, like into this more heart-centered And, you know, evolutionary entrepreneur stance of saying, hey, I want to give back. I want to help you. I've been through the struggle. I had many stumbling blocks. I had fallen and I needed somebody to help me up. And there they were with the right answers, with the right formula, with the right framework. And that changes lives. And being able to um, facilitate that is, is really my life goal and dreams as well. And I know it is for you too. And coming from you know, um, humble beginnings. I mean, um, I think you said something about, you know, not having a college education, yeah, no you know, college not, education. That's you know I mean, oh. yeah. And like, maybe you could tell us about that growth period where it went from no college education. You didn't have a mom and dad, you know, paying your bills, you yeah. know, how did you evolve into this um, level that you're at right now?
0: Absolutely. So yeah i I, i've been in the position where i'm returning pop bottles for gas money right i I moved out when i was 17 years old and was living on my own um i quickly realized that college was not for me i uh (laughs) i am i am not a traditional i'm like a get to point b as quick as possible kind of guy um so it, it wasn't for me and and i jumped into the the corporate world very quickly and I had a, uh, we went to a conference and there was a, a, a speaker there who was talking about goal setting. Mm-hmm. And, um, this was early on in my twenties and, and it really hit home with me. I mean, he was a great speaker. I went home though. And, uh, my, she was my girlfriend at the time, my wife. Now, uh, we sat down and we, we talked about our goals and we listed them out. And the first time I did it, I wrote out a hundred goals that I wanted to achieve in life. And it was not easy. I mean, you get to like 30 and then you really got to sit there and think about what, what other goals you want. But what I found was what I was doing in the corporate world was not at all what I wanted to achieve in life. And I really think that was the catalyst that years later, ended up with me really deciding to leave the corporate world and pursue entrepreneurship because I realized that I wanted to build something on my own and not build somebody else's company. And I don't think I ever would have found happiness if I hadn't taken the time to sit down and actually write out my goals. And that was really a big game changer for me at that point. And so I I think for anybody that's looking to get into business, First and foremost, write out what you want to do. Get it down on paper. It's, a, it's an, It makes an incredible um, difference in your life.
1: Um, it really does. It's like putting it into the universe and saying, God, universe, you know, angels, this is, I'm certain now. I wrote it out. I have the vision. I can see it. I can feel it. And that is sometimes that clarity is what we really need in life to take us to that next level. If we don't have it, then we won't be able to attain it because we don't even know what it is.
0: Absolutely. And you're, and you're almost brainstorming when you're sitting there jotting it down. You're thinking about it. You're, you're actively creating a plan. And then it be, instead of this up in the air idea you had, it becomes con- concrete. Your brain starts working on how it's going to make that possible. Because yeah. you have it down on paper and you started putting the pieces in place to make it happen. And I'd say that was probably the single most important event of my entrepreneur's life right there.
1: I love that. And I mentioned that in my book and, you know, my teachings, my programs, we all, it all revolves around planning. And planning is essentially goal setting and holding yourself accountable accountable and taking action so that's the other part right with your achieve more do more so you're achieve more you write those goals you take yourself to that next level and then you take action and you do more and so I know that you have some amazing um like habit stacking
0: tools yeah, and hits for absolutely. the
1: audience yep. maybe you could you Talk know bring us that. back to that
0: absolutely. yep so another point to that is you know you notice that a lot of There's people that are just really productive and just have great... They get a lot done, it seems like. I mean, I'm sure you've met people, they're writing books, they're hosting podcasts, they're still running a business, they're doing all these things and you're like, man, I can barely make my kids mac and cheese getting from home and like corralling them all. How is this all possible? Well, if you look at the people that have the most success in life, They're not, it's not these big grand gestures. It's the small habits that they do that lead up to the, the, the abilities that they have. It's really the small little habits and something that I've done in life is if I want to improve on something, I build it as a small habit first and I stack it with something I'm already doing. So an example is I work out. um, and, uh, one thing that I've always struggled it with is cardio. Um, I, I always find an excuse not to do cardio. I'm too busy. I have something going on or whatever. So I habit-stacked it with my morning ritual of taking a shower. I put a, a, a exercise bike in my bedroom between my bed and my shower. I, I have to pass it on the way to the shower. Right. And in the beginning, I just, five minutes, five minutes before the shower, I had no excuse. I have five minutes. There's no reason I can't. I did that for 30 days, just five minutes. And then I slowly increased it over time. And now it's 30 minutes a day. I do it every single day. I never even think about it. It's just part of my normal routine. That's
1: I do awesome. the same thing
0: with reading. I do the same thing with, uh, with, with learning different processes. Uh, if I'm writing something, if I'm learning some new skill set, be it around the technology space, I incorporate it into a normal part of my routine And then build it until it's a habit and i'd recommend the same thing for for anyone listening if you want to build a habit start small Mm -hmm. Uh, you don't need some big grand gesture the result isn't as important as building the habit in the beginning your brain loves habits it loves picking up on those habits and if you can build it in routine through repetition it'll quickly become a habit
1: Yes, and when you do that, you give yourself a win, okay, because you love winning, and so when you accomplish that goal, and you're doing that every day, and we call that the Power Hour, um, in my program, the Inner Fitness Program, we do the goal, and then we achieve it, and then we give ourselves a win. And it really puts you in peak state when you start acknowledging all the things that you are accomplishing every day that we never give ourselves credit for, even if it's something small, like you're saying, a five-minute bike ride on the way to the shower, or, you know, just um, taking 10 deep breaths and doing one minute of yoga, or, or just breathing and meditating for 60 seconds, putting yourself first and thinking about in intentionally. I am doing this for me. And I think that that is such a great um, way that habit stacking, because it is about forming that habit and and really ingraining that, you know, and and then feeling really proud that you're accomplishing it and giving yourself credit. So that's amazing. And, I and love compound
0: that interest, right? So those little 1% better every day results in like, I don't know the math here, but it's like 2,700% increase over the course of a year. So you yeah. think about it, it's a very minor change, right? You're just reading a little bit. You're just reading a little bit more. You're just reading a little bit more. You're just working out. You're just working out a little bit more. Somebody else looks at your life a year from now and they're like, oh my God, how yeah. do you get so much done? And yeah. You realize and- it, but every day you just added a little bit more, just a little bit more, just a little bit more.
1: Yes. And you're writing it out. And I remember you talking about the framework. Okay. So if you're doing that, that was a physical one. If you're looking at that as financial as well, family, spiritual health, communication, and you set one small goal each day to attain in that area of framework, maybe you could kind of fill us in a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yep.
0: So often when we're thinking about goals, uh, specifically in business, we have a habit of looking at our career goals, our financial goals, and that's it. Mm -hmm. In my line of business, dealing primarily with entrepreneurs, business owners, independent contractors, sales, Mm -hmm. they have a habit of burning themselves out and they have goals and they have them written down and they have uh, numbers that they're trying to hit, but they're all around financial or career goals. If you were to ask those individuals who are very goal-minded, tell me about your personal goals. Tell me about your relationship goals. Tell me about your artistic goals, right? Tell me about the goals that lead to a well-balanced life. You'll find that many of them don't have them. So what is your definition of success? Is it only the monetary side of it? or is it yes the monetary side but also having a well-balanced life so when you're setting the goals you can't limit yourself just to the career and financial goals you also need to set goals around the other categories that are important to you such as like we said the artistic goals spiritual goals family goals relationship goals all of the various goals to make sure that you are having a well-balanced life and growing in those areas as well that you're building habits that are going to lead to success in those areas as well. And so that's the importance of goal setting as well as making sure you're well-rounded and balanced.
1: That's amazing. I love it. That's the inner fitness people. Okay. That's tapping inside. And that's what we need these days. We need to be fine tuned from the inside out, right? Not just our business mindset, not just our, our brain all dialed in, but we need our heart and our core and the center of our lives. And what is important to us, really you know clear and um so that's why some people do dream boards you know some people do listings some people draw diagrams you know however you may feel that it makes you feel better to to envision yourself at that next level in that area you're trying to set the goal you got it then you just take action you know and I was inspired after talking to you to really start honing in on some of these again. And I kind of do like a three month tune up because I'm an avid writer. I can like free think, right. But like, um, it's really hard for me to like technical business right so like writing that book was like really hard for me because it was (laughs) like (laughs) it was like very like organized that and if you saw my notebook here on how I write our notes it's like (laughs) oh my god what is that (laughs) it's like hieroglyphs and pictures and smiley faces and squiggly marks yeah so but that helps me like I see now more the character of what I'm feeling when I'm writing. And it's sometimes that might work better for the more artistic people. Sometimes they're like, oh, I'm just, I write new year's resolutions, you know, and it just never seems to work out. And, um, you know, I have goals, but I don't know. I just kind of lose, lose my momentum. You know, I kind of give up on it. And I think, you know, being um, a person that probably could, was considered an overachiever, I had a lot of moments in life when I procrastinated because I was in overwhelm paralysis. Okay. There was way too many lists, way too many boxes I needed to check. Right. So we don't have to make this like one of those type of activities. So I just want people to know that there's a lot of ways to get to really honing in on these frameworks that um, Philip has mentioned, like with finance, family, spiritual health and fitness and communication, like don't feel like you just have to list things. Some people work really well out of lists, but some just need that better vision of themselves. So if I'm feeling like I'm a three right now in health and fitness, how can I get to a seven? How can I get to a 10? You know, what will I look like then? Well, if I get on the bike every day for five minutes, you know, dang, I'm going to be like, that's probably two miles a day if you're, I don't know how fast you can run. Maybe it's a mile or something, but that would be 30 miles in a month. Right. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yep. And anything is better than nothing. Right. You, you talked about action and action is the most important piece here.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: something I would always do when working out and fitness is new year's resolution, I'd hit it hard. I would get a gym membership. I'd be like a week or two in. And then i'd end up actually getting sick i'd catch you know some kind of cold or something like that and it would break up my routine i was burning myself out right that's not a healthy way to do it you need to ease into it and get those small little wins and to be honest just showing up to the gym is healthy but if you want to build it into one of your lifestyles just putting on your shoes and going outside for a walk or a a brief jog even if it's just for a couple minutes, stepping outside and putting your shoes on is building that habit and reinforcing that behavior. And now you've got these little wins. It's a journey. It's not, there's not a a final destination on it. It's a journey and you have to become that as part of the journey.
1: Yes. I love that. And, you know, um, we all kind of might take that for granted, but we all need to remember that we are number one and that we need to see ourselves that way so these things should be like top priority and then everything else and I had a really hard time with putting myself first being a a mom being you know a a family member that had to help with you know the elderly um other family members and always putting everyone else before me um you know I I know how that feels and how I kind of just dismissed my own personal needs for for years And so to keep reminding ourselves that we are important and that we do need to feel good and be happy and to know what that looks like, because I literally was so disconnected that I didn't even know what made me happy anymore. I didn't even know what I like to do. So listing these things out, you know, really thinking about what my best life looks like as a whole. How do I feel? Who am I with? How much am I making? You know, where am I living? Who's with me? How much love do I get? You know, what fun things am I doing, right? So that is actually something we have to work at. It's like going to the gym inside. And this, that's our inner fitness muscles that we need to flex because if we don't, then we end up being unfulfilled and mm-hmm. just kind of abandon ourselves.
0: Couldn't agree with you more. Yep. And sometimes yeah. it takes time to figure out what that passion is, what you love doing, who you are, you know, and you got to get creative out there. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And so once we do that, that also helps with confidence. And I know that you have, you know, a lot about positive self-talk. you were we had a conversation about a tangible system that you might want to share.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I, th- I think the, the, we, we talked about three, three reasons uh, for success. The first one um, is, is setting goals, um, listing out your dreams, mapping them out, um, you know, and, and I think that's, that's important to have those set goals. Um, and then we talked about the habits, which helps put some of those goals into place. But your mindset, you have to be in the mindset. And reading your book, you talked about that several times, the mindset that you had. And when you're an entrepreneur, unless you have a business coach, there's often times where you're alone on an island and it's just you, right? Mm-hmm. If you're the CEO of a company, there's and you're making a major decision, it's up to you. Yeah. And your confidence is infect, infect infectious to the rest of your company. Mm-hmm. So, uh, confident leaders uh, drive confident employees throughout the entire organization, and. I think that confidence comes from the base level up. And if, if you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the base level needs are things like taking care of yourself. And you mentioned this a few times, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on a plane, they tell you to put the oxygen mask on first before you, you hand it over to somebody else. And and often you can't help somebody else until you yourself are in a position to, to do that. And that's why I'm an advocate for reading every day to educate yourself living a healthy lifestyle and what that means to you you know it could be eating healthy walking every day whatever that your version of a healthy lifestyle is but these little things that build up so then at the top of it you have these little wins and you feel confident but it's also that voice inside your head you know what is that voice telling you is it giving you positive feedback and and is it telling you a positive message and um i had a story about this my son uh when he was 10 years old um he comes to me and says dad i have a terrible memory i said what are you what are you talking about you have a terrible memory he says i just i can't remember anything i'm always forgetting things i said don't say that it's just not true i said let me prove this to you i said see that grocery list on the fridge I'll bet you, you can memorize that entire list right now. He looks at it and goes, dad, there's no way, no way I can remember this. He's 10 years old. (laughs) So I taught him a technique called the memory palace, right? So we walked up the driveway and there was a big jar of pickles and you could smell the pickles was leaking down the driveway. And then we looked at the garage door and it was waffles, right? And then we walked up the sidewalk and it was hair for my wife's hairpins that were on the list. And we walked up the steps and we grabbed the knob of the doorknob and it was tomatoes, right? Squished in your hands. So what we did is we walked through the house and we placed these items along the way. Later that day, we went grocery shopping off of his memory and got oh everything gosh. on that list. I right?
1: love that. That's envisioning. See, that's the whole that was actually taking him through a path. That was so
0: ingenious. So did he I have a terrible that. memory? No. Yeah. Not at all. He was just using the wrong technique. Oh, right? got it. And the fact is, y- you say these things, but they're lies. They are. When you're telling yourself, "I have a terrible memory," or "I'm bad at math," or "I can't remember names," or whatever it is, it's a lie. you may be applying the wrong technique you may have to educate yourself a little better but understand that what you're saying in that moment is a lie and i would say the first step is to address that that's a lie label it as such and then change what you're saying how can i have a better memory how could i get better at remembering names right how can i get financing for my business when you change that now it's an empowering statement your brain is automatically looking now for a way to figure that solution out instead of the closed off i have a terrible memory
1: yes yeah that negative self-talk will just put out that fire man that's one thing like i mean there's no more bigger critic than ourself to ourselves, you know so It's really important that we start being super mindful and using those amazing techniques and realizing, you know, um, you know, I used to lie to myself all the time. So and once I realized that they were lies, I stopped. I was like, what useless energy I am wasting on all this um, lies in my head. Like, if I could really just look at reality as it is and stay in the now and really look at things for what they are instead of what my, my you know, negative ego or negative self-talk or whatever um, stress that might have been, you know, fueling that inner flame of self-hate or whatnot, um, you know, uh, you can rearrange it. And I'm, I'm a great example of that because it's so true. Mindset is everything. So I know you were talking about so many that you love reading books, and you know the the um, meat based theory and Matthew Kelly, the Dream Maker, um, and his his books. Can you can you tell us a little bit about about why why he's like one of your best mentors? Or
0: yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, reading is is critical. If you look at the statistics, I think there's a number out there, and I, I probably have this wrong, someone's going to Google this and look this up. But um, it's something like after college, uh, 30% of people that graduate never read a, an entire book again. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, which is staggering. But you look at some of the top CEOs and, and, and most of them read about a book a week. And and you really have to, it keeps your brain sharp, keeps you up to speed on what's going on in the world. And I think it's incredibly important. So I'm, a, I'm an advocate of reading and building that into your habit. You know, if it's something you do in the morning while you're eating breakfast or at night right before you go to bed, really important just to build it into your into your routine. Um, yeah, so Matthew Kelly, you know, I, I think he's a, a phenomenal speaker. He really is, he's a great speaker and, uh, he really is the one that uh, pointed me to the idea of the multi-category dream management. And I thought he just wrote a, uh, uh, gave a, a great speech on it and, and talked about it and inspired me to look at the world beyond just the business you know blinders that we get it on. And to be successful, not only for myself, but also to make sure that my employees had the same vision as well and those around me, right? That it's not just about business, it's about a well-balanced life. And I would incorporate those type of things into my business, right? So we would talk about health and wellness, we'd talk about you know, eating healthy, uh, we would talk about goals, we would talk about family and relationships and things like that because the idea is, healthier employees lead to a healthier workplace which leads to a healthier business and that extends beyond just the numbers of your business Mm -hmm. um so his his book really helped me see that and and i think was a major inspiration for the way that i lead and run my organizations to this day so
1: that's amazing that's very altruistic right like healthy employees are the I mean they're really the the gold pot of gold at the end of the rainbow like you know they can make or break your business and if if you're not nurturing them then you probably won't have a business very long. (laughs) Yeah
0: especially nowadays right because in the past you know if you had one factory and another factory you just paid more and that guy would leave that factory and come over there right but especially in this day and age with covid and that that's not the case. People are finding that there's other things that they want more than just a paycheck. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Quality of life is probably the, one of the biggest ones. So, how are you helping that as our organization is becoming more important now than it ever was in the past. So,
1: yes. And and that used to be, you know, certain corporations would offer, you know, executive coaching and in-house coaching for their staff and resources. And um, I think a lot more of that needs to be happening because if employees were feeling valued and like their innermost desires and needs were being met internally, they would be feeling so fulfilled, they would never want to leave. And they would be feeling like they they have purpose now because I think that's what happens a lot as people lose their foundation of purpose because they're working for someone else's dream. And so, um, that, that's just, you know, they
0: say money is not the the primary motivator for people in the work workplace. It's purpose. Exactly what you said. It's purpose. Yeah. And how how do you do that? You help someone fulfill their dreams. You help them with a coach, with a mentor. Um, and, and and right now what we're going on with in the United States is so hard to hire people right now. I mean, the, 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 you see the now hiring signs everywhere. And, um, you know, being able to offer a differentiator like that, I think would be a a game changer for a lot of these businesses.
1: Yes, I I certainly know. So that would be, that would be great. Um, Kind of from a holistic point now, you know, it's like, we've been both on the outside, not really the outside, but sometimes feeling like the business owner, you feel like, you're not an employee, you're the business owner. So it's like you are isolated from your team. They are the staff and you're the owner. At least that's a lot of the businesses that I've dealt with. It always felt like there was a divide. And unfortunately, I never wanted that. So like in my restaurant business, it was like we were all family. We had camaraderie. One hand was washing the other. Most of my staff made more than me as the owner. I valued them. I put them up there. I gave them lots of responsibility, whatever they needed. and um, But it wasn't you know, out of feeling insecure, like I had to, it was like that feeling of wanting that team camaraderie and that organic, wholesome feel. And um, even now I actually got a text message and that was like almost 12 years ago, 13 years ago from one of my old staff Uh, bartender servers and, and she's in Scottsdale. And I was like, yeah, see, I can still love these people even years later when you start investing in them like that, they will forever remember you and, and continue to reach out and support you. So there's, I can't even express how awesome it would be to give that treasure of coaching to staff. Like, because I think we all need it. We just don't know where to find it. A good one. You know, we just don't know where to get that support and that mentorship. Um and and have it easily accessible without it being like only the wealthy or the affluent can have coaches or mentors, you know?
0: Absolutely. No yeah.
1: yeah. So, I mean, I didn't even have a coach or a mentor until I was in my late thirties and that's what changed my life. And that yeah. is also what my story is about. I mean, and I did like. You tell
0: on the book, you're, uh, for a lot of that book, you're alone on an island until you, until you get that coaching. Right. And then all saw this sudden change in, in, in your life and it, it really catapulted you to where you are today. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: And there is hope at the end of the tunnel, everyone. Like, I mean, I did see the light. It was bizarre. It was like this huge veil lifted off my head of darkness and just heavy weights. And I was just like, so clear on now what I'm going to do. And and I wouldn't have been able to do that by myself. I had to have somebody outside looking
0: in helping me. Because you get caught in the weeds with business ownership, right? You're you're, you're doing so much, you can't see three feet in front of you. And yeah. You, it, so it helps to get an outside perspective, somebody else to look at it. And I don't know if this has happened, right? But but when you talk to a business coach and they and they tell you something that seems so simple, right? And you're like, come on, really? Yeah. And you do it, and it just has the greatest change. And you, and you, there's, there's that lit lit life back in you where you feel great about it. But at the same time, you're like, why didn't I see that? It's because you're just caught in the weeds. Mm-hmm. You're, you're down at ground level and, and you can't see three feet in front of you.
1: Yeah. And that's that's exactly, I mean, what we all need to know is that there is support. There are people there that are like very strategically, um, you know, aligned with helping people transform their lives and give them that that clarity they needed, and that's why we're here. I mean, I am so happy that we aligned because I know that you have so much insight after you know being the CEO, the chief everything officer, and many, many n- different niches, right.
0: and you know
1: have really put a great impact on your on your business now and your staff and everyone you work with. So it's really been an honor to um, have you on my show, Philip. And just on one last ending note. Do you have any last words of advice or maybe what was the best advice you ever received or what advice do you think that our listeners should hear today?
0: Yeah. Commit to action. You can have the greatest ideas. You can have the greatest plan. And, you know, I talk to people all the time and you know, like, I remember years ago, somebody came to me and they were like, you know, it'd be a really good idea is to build uh, solar panels as shingles. Well, that person never did anything with it, but Elon Musk did, right? Came out with them, right? So action is is more important. Don't worry about if your plan's not fully baked. Don't worry about if you don't have the greatest script and you're gonna gonna come off weird when you go to pitch whatever it is you're pitching. Just commit to action. And the the people that do great things and have great results are just the ones that keep moving, right? They just keep moving and they just keep committing to action. And I, yeah, you're going to stumble. You're going to, you know, scrape your knee a few times, but if you just keep moving forward, you will accomplish great and amazing things.
1: That's right. Resilience. That's what it's about. Keep on going and taking that next step forward. Thank you so much, Philip. I really enjoyed, um, the time here. Do you have, um, any cta or anything that you would like other than to take action maybe how they can get in touch with you if you're doing coaching consulting or wave yeah no i don't do
0: coaching it. or consulting but you're welcome to reach out to me at any point in time uh, my instagram is phil.portman uh, you guys can reach me out on, on there at any point in time if you'd like to talk uh just about about business in general i i'm always available uh to just chat i really love the um seeing the success from people. I, I really enjoy seeing others achieve great things. And to be honest, some of my greatest ideas uh, in business come from just chatting with people, bouncing ideas off of each other. And um, you know, when you're a CEO or, or an entrepreneur on your own, uh, you don't always have somebody that you can bounce off of. So uh, getting a good business coach or somebody that you can talk to, um, I'd, I'd really recommend it for anybody. Uh, because it'll it'll help catapult your career. You can either go the years of suffering and struggling and trying to figure it out. um, Or you can, you know, partner with somebody who's already got it figured out and kind of leapfrog your way uh, towards greater success. And that's something I would recommend for for anyone that's uh, listening.
1: Awesome. Yes, you heard them here, ladies and gentlemen, get you a mentor or a coach. We're here to help you. So I hope you all have an amazing day and we are signing off till next time. Ciao.
0: Are you ready to be the best that you can be?
1: Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest, as they give you behind-the-scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their molds, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity podcast.